and welcome to Mandarin Slang Guide, MSG, the Chinese learning podcast that tastes great and probably isn't all that bad for you. I'm Joshua Ogden Davis, and I'm here to bring you the most delicious Chinese slang words that aren't in your textbook and the stories behind them. China is changing quickly, and as society changes, everyone has to reconsider their role. Even the people who have traditionally been at the top of society, for example, men like me. And while some are busy trying to shore up male dominance, others are seeking a healthier balance. And that's where today's guest comes in, Steve Shi. Hi, Steve. Hello, Josh. Steve is a psychotherapist who is using his work and his podcasts to help men break out of the roles that society has built for them and learn to be themselves. I sat down with Steve in his home, and by the way, we're using his equipment for this, and I'm not 100% used to it, so my voice will sound a bit weird at times. Sorry about that. Hope you can forgive me. And we talked about some of his work, and then we talked about some of the most common words used to describe personalities in Chinese. Those words were... Indecisive... Virtuous or acceptable behavior... Someone who is so nice that they're kind of a pushover, and just kind of a kind of a solid, dependable person. Now we'll get to that vocab in a minute, but first I asked Steve about the state of Chinese masculinity, specifically about his podcast aimed at modern Chinese men called Manly, wherein the Li is the Chinese character Li, meaning to establish or to stand upright. I'm very curious about the origins of manly. Yeah. Um, did you start that because you felt that there was a need, that there was a gap that wasn't being filled? Um, yes, there's a lot of reasons. Because um, for me personally, I've been, you know, I, I went through many years of struggling with my own sort of, um, uh, you know, masculinity, uh, mm-hmm. you know, issues with... Uh, my father and the issues with be, what it means to be a man and what it means mm-hmm. to be a Chinese man. Mm-hmm. And also see that in China, th- this is a very huge issue because um, uh, our society overall, I think, is very um, uh, sexist. Yeah. Traditionally, we're, we're very sexist society. Uh-huh. Right now, there's a, uh, you know, this, this whole uh, cultural landscape is changing, but it's mostly the women that are uh, doing this type of work, mostly the women that are engaging in um, conversations regarding gender and sexism and you know mm-hmm. gender stereotypes. Mm-hmm. There's very few men that are uh, participating. And also, when women are talking, they're mostly talking about women's their sufferings, their problems, their challenges. Mm-hmm. But there's very little conversation on what Chinese men are going through. Because men, because traditionally, like I think men are very used to uh, what's called uh, the dominant masculinity. Mm-hmm. That's the traditional role that men play, right? Is that what you would call 大男主义? 大男子主义. 大男子主义. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so being a, a 男 meaning male, yeah. meaning a person or, yeah. or, or a son. Uh, 主义 meaning is, an ism. ism yeah. yeah, so 大男, big man. Yeah. 大男子主义, big manism, <laughs> manlyism. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you, as you can tell from the, you know, the, the label, it pretty much means that men are bigger or they are more dominant, more important than women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's failing in the current society, mm-hmm. you know, because we're in the... Uh, we're in a postmodern society now. Traditions are fading. They're going away. They're mm-hmm. no longer working, mm-hmm. which means 
Chinese men are having a lot of problems with what they should, how they should behave, how they should lead their lives, and how they should interact with other people. From my perspective, we have to have that conversation. We have to talk about how men can evolve psychologically, emotionally,、mm -hmm. so that they can work better with women and you know everybody. You know, so so that's kind of the. The original uh, uh, motivation for this show.、Mm -hmm. yeah. Toxic masculinity <clears throat> is something that we talk about in the West as well. I mean,、sure. these ideas of men thinking that they have to be a certain thing and they can't show weakness, etc., etc. You're someone who studied abroad and is now practicing here in China. Do you feel that this functions differently? What are the differences between the masculinity that Chinese men are struggling with and that、uh, Canadian or American men are struggling with? Um, I think the commonality is absolutely, you know, the the, the, the vulnerability part because、uh, for for Chinese men we have this saying, 男儿有泪不轻弹 If there's tears in your eyes, you don't shed it very easily. So traditionally, like Chinese men are definitely encouraged not to show weaknesses.、Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of cultural differences, I think. Because、um, the Chinese culture is more of a collectivistic culture, so where、mm -hmm. our identities and our lifestyles are more defined by our social networks and, and、mm -hmm. you know our collective goals, so so then the problem becomes, you're not a complete person, you're you're、uh, a tool. Right, 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 right. right you know,、yeah. we actually talk a lot about that in the in the Chinese context, where Chinese men become tools.、Mm -hmm. And you're not allowed to be yourself, you know.、Mm -hmm. And I definitely believe like people are very, very different. Every individual is unique,、mm -hmm. and we should all have the, the the rights and the freedom to be who we are. So,、yeah. I, like some men are very sensitive, some men are very emotional,、mm -hmm. some men are very creative or artistic, but、mm -hmm. they're not allowed to show that.、Um, you know, one of the one of the most classic scenario is you know whenever the、uh, you have a newborn baby in the house. It's it's always the wife and、um, the parents, the wife's mom or the husband's mom taking care of the baby,、mm -hmm. and the man would just sit at、uh, sit you know somewhere away from the sitting somewhere away from the baby,、mm -hmm. just standing aside and just watching everything happen because、mm -hmm. he has no clue what to do with the baby. He doesn't、mm -hmm. know how to change diapers,、right. and he doesn't think it's his responsibility. And he doesn't know how to even interact with the、uh, the baby.、Yeah. Like I went to some of my friends' places, I see <laughs> that like the men just sitting standing there,、right. looking as if that's that's an alien or something. So so、yeah. it's like you know it's. Um, you could say, oh, you know, this is sexism. This is gender stereotype. Men are taking advantage of this or not doing their job. You know,、mm -hmm. but、uh, I think men are victims here too because they lose the opportunity to establish intimacy with the family,、right. with the kids.、Yeah. And what happens when you grow up?、Uh, when the kids grow up, is you're not that intimate with your kids. You know.、Yeah. And when I talk to a lot of my clients、uh, who are in their、um, mid twenties to mid thirties, mostly、mm -hmm. women. They tell me the same story. They're not、mm. that close with their、uh, with their fathers,、mm. and you you can see their fathers want to be close, but they don't know how to show that、uh, need for intimacy because they、yeah. are they 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 just know how to be a father, but they don't know how to be a friend, how、mm. to be someone that you can trust and talk to. So yeah, yeah. So that's really sad. You know,、yeah. that means a lot of Chinese men will live in.、Um, Silent desperation and isolation, you know. So I I don't want to see that happening to a lot of men in my generation. Yeah, you're working hard to counteract that and provide support where you can, both online and offline. Yeah,、uh, are you optimistic? Well, I mean, China is such a big country and it's、oh, yeah. so complicated. So 
um, I can only reach out to a small, very, very small, uh, you know, percentage of the population. But, you know, doing what I can, I think that's the kind of mentality you have. Mm-hmm. You have to have when you're facing such a huge population, you know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, nobody will do anything. We'll just sit around, you know, be like, oh, okay. It doesn't doesn't matter yeah. anyways. <laughs> yeah. I am extremely pleased to be able to interview you as a psychotherapist. Um, you as psychotherapist, not, not, not me as psychotherapist. <laughs> um, and we had a little bit of a conversation about what sort of words we wanted to talk about. And yeah. what we arrived on was different personality types, which is mwah, perfect for me <laughs> uh, because I get to learn something. Yeah. Uh, but let's run through these and then we'll get to the conversation at the end. So the first one you sent me was Ningba. Uh, Ningba. Oh, so it's the third tone? Yeah, it's a third Ningba. tone. Ningba. Hi, it's Josh from the editing room. Steve and I are about to go on a lengthy tangent about how words are formed in Chinese, and it takes us a shamefully long time to get around to telling you the definition of Ningba. So here it is. Uh, Ningba means someone who is indecisive or vacillating, and sometimes even argumentative. So that's Ningba, indecisive. Okay, back to the tangent. Uh, I mean show. Okay. Yeah. So Ning is like twist. Uh-huh. Mm, ba, I don't know how to explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was curious about that. I'm not really sure what this character Ba means yeah. in isolation. It's sort of an odd choice, I think. Because they're very often used together. So I don't tend to right. think about what, what that character means. Yeah, and that's yeah. one of the tricky things about Chinese words is that in English, we put letters together to make a word. Yeah. But in Chinese, characters, maybe one character is a word by itself. Maybe two characters together is a word. In rare circumstances, three or more could be thought of as being <laughs> one word. Yeah. Um, but the, if you put two characters together to make a word, these characters also have meanings aside from that word. And yes. sometimes they bring those meanings to that word, yeah. and sometimes not so much. And so this combination, ba. I'm also confused about what <laughs> ba is doing here. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great point. I think that also highlights the, you know, the cultural difference between the Western and Eastern uh, 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 culture, which is that, you know, the, the Chinese culture is more collectivistic, so it's more mm-hmm. contextual. So yeah. if when we, t- when we use certain characters or when we're talking about certain things, we always put it in context. Mm-hmm. Like if you read uh, Chinese poems, mm-hmm. they're always like in English poems, you're, you're talking about or literature, you're talking about very specific things like specific scenarios. You give a very clear picture of what it looks like, you know, mm-hmm. or what it feels like. But for Chinese, we always talk about the, the the more vague and general feeling like like mm. say if if I want to yeah. talk about how I miss my my family I don't talk about my family I talk about the moon that I can see from the room a window of my room back home or right. I talk about the you know the uh, maybe the mountains or the rivers that's you know flowing by you know right. we're, we're very indirect we're very contextual so mm-hmm. when it comes to language you also have that we yeah. also have that habit you know of yeah. putting everything in context so for mm-hmm. Chinese learners, it's so, it's very, very challenging. Speaking of which, we talked about Ningba for about two or three minutes. We still haven't said what it means. <laughs> what does it mean if you say somebody is Ningba? Uh, so Ningba would be, um, it would be kind of like somebody who's uh, very indecisive, you mm. know, who's very hesitant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do feel like, because all these words I gave you, they're very like, um, uh, we use them in daily conversation, right? So. Right. So when you say somebody is very nim, but you there's a very there's a slight tone of complaint, mm-hmm. 
。Like, you this person, how are you so nimble? Why are you so nimble? So it's、yeah. kind of like you're complaining that you know you've been going back and forth about your decision for the past two hours and still、mm-hmm. no decision. And I get I get a little impatient and I say, you, Yeah, why are you so nimble? You know. Yeah, I think ning is really the key here. Ning means to twist or or、yeah. turn. And so、yeah. this person is their ideas are always twisting and turning. They can't choose one of them. Yes. Um, so, how would you use that in a sentence? You just said Nigerians. I'm jumping in. Let's do a, a simpler one.、Um, could you just say, for example, he is very Ningba. Yeah, he is very Ningba. Yeah, you could say that. Basically, this person is very Ningba. He is Ningba. So, but we, we, when we say that, there's always a a a, a very tiny negative negativity attached、right. to it. Like you know, we we don't say somebody's Ningba in a positive way. We、we'll、always、right. say Jigeren Han Ningba, meaning that. Yeah, you know, you better not talk to him because he will waste like two, two or three hours of your time and still no decision. <laughs> you yeah.、Know? So, 这个人很拧巴 Yeah. 这个 means this one. 人 person 很 is very 拧巴 Yeah. Indecisive, vacillating. 这个人很拧巴 Yeah. This person is very yeah indecisive. Yeah. And when we use that word, we're usually referring to the general propensity, the general um personality. You know, not like on specific things. Well,、uh, like right, right, you could、right. still use that on specific issues, like、yeah. you know,、um, you know, you know, somebody who's hesitating if she should break up with the boyfriend. You、mm-hmm. could say, "You 这个事儿你不要这么拧巴 You shouldn't be too 拧、yeah. 巴 about it." 这个事儿你不要这么拧巴 So can, 这个事儿 this thing、yeah. 你不要 you shouldn't be、uh-huh. 这么拧巴 so vacillating. So 拧 yeah, but yeah. but. But I think the more natural, the more common use is to describe the person's personality in general. Like this、right. person ha- is very nimble. This,、right. you know, this person's personality is very nimble. So、right. this person's personality is very nimble.、Yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't say I feel nimble about this. No, you could say I am. Yeah, Ningba as as、yeah. as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's Ningba, a vacillating <laughs>、uh, person. The next one is、um, uh, I find quite poetic. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah.、Uh, what is what does hold on mean? Hold on is um it's definitely a very very positive ex-、uh, expression. I think in daily use, it's kind of like cool. Like really? Yeah. Like that's not cool. This is not hold on. You 这么做不 hold on. Really? Like the way you are doing this is not very cool or not very hold on. Oh, the cool not as in like. Not, I, I wear great sunglasses no, no, no. and I, I I know how to surf. <laughs> not that kind of cool, but like,、no. hey, that's not acceptable. It's not appropriate. Yeah, 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 exactly.、Uh, what sentence did you say again? Just then, 就是呃，你这么不，你这么做不厚道。你这么做不厚道。Yeah. So 你 you 这么 like this 做 do or 不厚道 or act. Yeah. Yeah. 不厚道 not thickly virtuous. So yeah. Uh, you in this way act not. Virtuous. Yes. You 这么做不厚道 Yeah. Yeah. So we like we 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 always use that to to describe somebody's behavior. You know, your、mm-hmm. decision is not hold out.、Oh. Your choice is not hold out. Right. So, um, it's different from 拧巴拧巴 is always for personality, but hold out is often to describe specific behaviors. Right. Yeah, but you can also say somebody is a、uh, this person is very hold up. You could say that, but I think、okay. most most of the time we 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 talk about、uh, specific behaviors. All right. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. So you know, not cool, but hold up. Not cool. It's not acceptable. <laughs> it's not appropriate. Yeah. It's not hold up. Yeah. 
So let's skip on to the next one. The All next right. one is one of those tricksy words that mm-hmm. uses words you already know in a different way. And yeah. it's lao hao ren. Mm-hmm. Uh, these three characters literally, lao means old, hao is good, and ren is person. Yes. So lao hao ren should be an old good person, but what is it really? <laughs> Well, as you can guess from the literal meaning, you know, it sounds kind of nice, you know, yeah. old good person, right? Yeah. But I think it's the same in, in English. If you think about somebody who's a good old guy, a good old guy or who's a good old fellow, mm-hmm. um, then he's probably not very opinionated. He's probably not very, um, he, like, he probably wouldn't stand up for himself. Mm. And that's basically the Chinese meaning. If you say somebody is a lao hao ren, then mm. it's... It's like somebody who's kind and generous and very giving, but at the same time, he's kind of like a pushover. You know, it's easy mm-hmm. for people to take advantage of him. Yeah. So this word comes up very often when you're describing, uh, I think especially in families, because uh, you would hear the wife complaining to the husband, oh, why are you always a lao hao ren? You know, uh-huh. you're, our family is poor, but you're always giving money to your sister or your brother or your, right. your parents. Whoever asks you for money, you just yes. give it because yeah. you are a lao hao ren. Yes, exactly. So like you're doing good things for other people, but often at the cost of your, uh, yourself or even your own family. So yeah. we use that word to describe that kind of, that yeah. kind of behavior. <laughs> I'm definitely a lao hao ren. I'm just so nice all the time. Uh, I, I, yeah. Yeah. And also, if you're a lao hao ren, then you barely complain. Like you don't complain. Uh, like you're always kind of quiet. You're just doing things. You're just this. Mm. This is actually a very uh, typical descri- description of the ideal male role in Chinese in really? in Chinese society. Like uh-huh. you know, Chinese men are expected to be lao hao ren. You know, never mm-hmm. complaining, always generous, always giving. Yeah. But, uh, you know, always helping others. But sometimes, you know, you could compromise your own family. All right. That's lao hao ren. And the fourth and last one is shi zai. Mm-hmm. Uh, shi zai, as I understand the shi to mean real. Uh, but the mm-hmm. zai means at or in a place. So shi zai. I'm a little bit uh, unclear about what this would mean. Mm-hmm. I think this is the thing with, you know, English speakers, when they're learning Chinese, they always interpret things from the, you know, the literal meaning. Right. But yeah. Like, and it, it was a good try, but. <laughs> <laughs> you are uh, excellent. Very, very, thanks for letting me down easy. You tried so hard on that. It was good. <laughs> yeah, but, but, sh- sh- uh, but I think zai, um, when we use that to, to describe somebody's personality, you can't break it down. Like you yeah. can't reduce it into elements. They are yeah. used together to mean a specific meaning. So right. I can't tell you what zai means in this specific word. Right. They yeah. have to be interpreted together. So yeah. when you say zai means somebody who's, um, who's reliable, who's solid, and mm-hmm. who's always do, uh, doing the things he's supposed to do, mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody who's always talking but not doing their job. Mm. You know, so because yeah. because especially at the workplace, you get that a lot. You know, some mm-hmm. there are people who are always blah, 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 but then they don't do their work. They just, right. you know, and the opposite of that is somebody who is very shizai. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think in that case, the good translation would just be solid. This person is solid, uh, dependable. Yeah. And we, we in, in that sense, it's like the same word as the Chinese word. This person gives you the feeling of being uh, dependable. You can lean on them and they'll be there. Yeah. Like if somebody thinks too much about showing off about, um, you know, 
getting trophies and getting medals and getting mm-hmm. recognitions rather than you know doing the real solid work, then that right. person's not very shizai. They're focusing on imaginary things instead of real things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's shizai, someone yeah. who is very solid. Okay, so these are the four words that we've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will quiz your Chinese. I will give you an English <laughs> definition and you tell me the, the Chinese word for it and then we'll jump into the conversation. All right. So someone who is generally vacillating or indecisive is... <laughs> yeah, your pronunciation is so good. Um, this word means uh, behavior that is acceptable and appropriate and good. Um, cool, if you will. Um. Oh, jeez. I can't believe I'm forgetting. <laughs> Testing you was a joke, but I mean... <laughs> but this this test turned out to be pretty hard. Don't worry. Uh, I, I don't give grades. It was hold off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Yeah. I, no, I, my, I can take my that brain out. is dying for some reason. Yeah. Oh, we've been talking for a while, and, and yeah. we've been switching back and forth <laughs> between languages, which is always hard. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this one means someone who is... Uh, overly nice to the extent of being a pushover, perhaps. Lao hao ren. And then someone who is solid. Yeah, shi zai. Shi zai. Excellent. So let's jump into this conversation. Hey, Josh, Josh is a lao hao ren. Fanzheng, guo yu nice bi bu nice hai yao hao ba. Dan ta hai shi ge hen ning ba de ren. Sui ren hen ning ba, dan shi ye you yu dian ba. Uh, bi ru shuo? All right. Uh, so let's run through this uh, sentence by sentence real quickly. The first sentence was, "Ai, Josh, is a good person." Yeah, "ai" is one of those um, just sort of expression words. Yeah. It's like, ah, <sighs> Josh, is uh, really is good Really is a pushover. <laughs> Josh, is a good and uh, the next sentence was, 反正过于nice比不nice还要好吧? Yeah, this, this grammar is a little bit complicated, and I only have myself to blame because I wrote it. Uh, the first word, 反正, means however or anyway. Really. Anyway, yes. Um, I'm sort of almost sort of dismissing what came before. It's like, uh, anyway, or yeah. 过于nice, to be 过于nice is to be too nice. Overly nice. Overly nice, yeah. right. Um, which is a lao hao ren, right? Mm-hmm. Overly nice. Um, so guo yu means overly. And nice, I put English in here because this is one of those words about personalities that Chinese people often say in English. Yeah. It's one of those words that sort of worked its way into the language. Yes. as Almost like a loan word. So guo yu nice is to be too nice. And then bi uh, means that I'm comparing what comes for the bi and what comes after the bi. Yeah. So guo yu nice bi bu nice. Bu nice is not nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm comparing guo yu nice to nice with not nice. Mm-hmm. Guo yu nice bi bu nice. Hai yao hao ba. So hai yao means still more. Hao is good. Uh, so the way you use this bi is you say the first thing, bi, the second thing, and then you give the result. Mm-hmm. So guo yu nice bi bu nice. So it's mm-hmm. better to be overly nice than to be not nice. Yes. Actually, the, the, the order is the same, but just that, mm-hmm. you know, gr- grammatically, there's a little difference, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you mean the order as in the, the English order? Yeah, yeah, Because you're saying, you know, it's better to be uh, overly nice than to be, you know, not nice. So yeah. you put 
overly nice at first, which right. is the better one, and you put uh, uh, not nice in second, which is the worst yeah. one. Yeah. The, the difference is in English, I think we put the result first. We say it's better to yes. be nice than not nice. Whereas in Chinese, we flip it around. We say yeah. uh, overly nice compared to not nice is better. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. And the next sentence is. Uh, but so means also. Hi, it's Josh from the editing room. Steve just said means also, but that's just in this context. In other places, it can mean or or still. And I don't want to get bogged down in that grammar. I just wanted to make sure that you know that we know that doesn't always mean also. Okay, so don't at me. Now back to the show. So Haishu means also. So mm, I'm I'm right. like I'm counter counter arguing here. You know, you're yeah. saying being too nice is not that bad. I'm not saying yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. But in addition to being Laohaoren, he also has this other negative trait which is Hanimba. So Dan Yeah. but he or also also is a very ningba person, a very yeah. vacillating person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, uh, even though, mm-hmm. even though he's very vacillating, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> means also have. Yodian means good point. Mm-hmm. So even though he's vacillating, but he also has good points. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah, cause cause like in Chinese, like you we say Sui we use them together. Right. But I think yeah. in English you, you can't say even though but like that's too That's true. Yeah. That's like, too excessive, right? I got carried thank you for catching out my Chinese style <laughs> English there, my Chinglish. Yeah. So in English we would just say even though he's vacillating, he still has good points. Yeah. Uh, but in Chinese you add the extra dan shi, dan shi, he still but, has good points. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you really, ha- like we're really trying to emphasize the dan shi part, so we add that dan shi yeah. there, yeah. And then the next sentence is? 比如说? Uh, for example, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. one you hear a lot as a standalone three characters. Mm-hmm. If you say something and one of your friends says, 比如说? That means they want you to give an example, and maybe they doubt you. Maybe mm-hmm. they think you can't give an example, or they can't imagine what you mean by that. They say, 比如说? Mm-hmm. Something like and that. And you reply by saying, 对啊,比如说什么什么什么什么 Yeah, so 对啊 is right Right 比如说 So if I say um, There are many uh, red-colored elephants And you would say uh, For example For example Like, oh, for example The one I saw yesterday at uh, the yes. zoo Yes Yeah, so 比如说 is that's, Yeah, I had forgotten about that But 比如说 is technically not a question It's just like they're starting the sentence for example, mm-hmm. and expecting you to finish it. So, 比如说, 哎呦,比如说, that red elephant. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that, like, the usage is very similar to, for example. Yeah. You could, you could use that as a question, or you could use that at the beginning of a sentence, or beginning mm-hmm. of your statement. Yeah. Your, your, your response. Yeah. Yeah. I replied to 比如说 with, 他是个实在的人. Yeah. 他是个, he is a 实在的人. A solid person. Yeah. So this whole conversation, 
is uh, um, one person says, oh, Josh is a pushover. The other person says, well, it's better to be nice than to be mean. And the first person says, yeah, but he's also vacillating and indecisive. And the other person says, oh, maybe he's vacillating, but he has some good points. For example, he's he's solid. Mm. He gets the job done. Yeah. All right, let's do the conversation one more time in review, and we'll switch characters this time. Okay. Hey. <sighs> Josh, 真是个老好人。反正过于 nice 比不 nice 要好吧。但是他还是个很拧巴的人。虽然很拧巴，但是也有优点吧。比如说，他是个实在的人。谢谢。<laughs> well, um, you're also a 实在的人 ，but I don't think you're a 老好人。<laughs> I don't think that you are 拧巴。You are very 厚道。<laughs> and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me, not only about the work that you do, but also helping us understand these personality words. All right, that's my—it's my pleasure. It's actually very interesting, you know, when when, when I'm thinking and speaking in Chi- English, but talking about Chinese, it, it gives yeah. me a sort of a different perspective on the language that I'm so used to. So it, yeah. this is a definitely a very fun experience. <laughs> well, I'm here for you. All right. That's all the MSG we have for you today. If you have any questions, or if you want some flashcards, find us on Facebook or Twitter. Just search Mandarin Slang Guide. If you want to join the WeChat group, shoot me an email at mandarinslangguide@gmail.com. Thanks again to Steve for talking with me about all this. We talked for a long time, and once again, I want to release the full interview as a standalone episode or as a patron perk or something.、Uh, but that's that's a topic for another day. Thanks again to Himalaya for being not only a great place to listen to podcasts, but a great place to host your podcast for free, like I do. Himalaya, it's free. A special thanks this week to the patriarchy. You may be contemptible and worth destroying, but I must admit, I owe you a lot. And last but not least, thank you to you for listening. I love it when you listen to this podcast. So if you have any questions or any topics you want us to cover, just shoot me an email. Once again, that's mandarinslangguide at gmail dot com. So, 再见，再会，再聊 See you next time. Bye bye.